Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're a shrewd shopper, it's about to be your favorite time of the year. HyperX will be running massive sales for the holiday season. Get up to 50% off some of our most popular products, like the Ultra Comfy Cloud 2 headset, the tough, responsive Alloy Origins mechanical keyboard, and the fan-favorite Quadcast USB microphone. Sales will be going on at all major e-tailers, but be sure to head to HyperX.com and sign up for the newsletter to get the scoop on the biggest deals. Happy holidays from HyperX. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Chat of the Wild is part of the HyperX Podcast Network. To find out more information and other great shows, go to podcast.hyperx.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Chat of the Wild. In this season, we're playing through The Legend of Zelda, Skyward Sword. In our last episode, we got to the entrance of the ancient cistern. And we went inside. We got a we got that cool thing where we get in there and it's like, oh, this big new area and looking at all this stuff. Um overall, BC, what'd you think of this dungeon? This is my favorite dungeon so far, hands down. <laughs> Okay. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. This dungeon is so good. <laughs> Brian, I I had fun. Okay. I I I was in a time crunch on this one. I always have troubles with those whenever I'm doing a time crunch for these things. It's it's harder for me to appreciate things. I get a little bit more frantic. I assume I miss things like maybe where a sign tells me that the clue to the password is hidden on someone some statue's hands in their butt or something. On the rear. Um on the rear. <laughs> It, this game, Jeremy, yes, there is a sign somewhere that tells you exactly what to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, we get into here and there is a there, there's a giant statue in front of us. There's water all around it. You can swim all around the thing. And at the time, you might see some design that doesn't look like anything in particular, right? Mm-hmm. It right. It just looks like it's on the... It just looks... It, it's stylized with it. But... Or that if you're you even listen... supposed to get those rupees because I I went for one, oh, right yes. away, mm-hmm. yes, and and was um, punished for it, and it was like, ah, oh, that's a trap. I just stay away from that, and uh, yeah, eventually I came back. Yeah, if uh, if you listen to older Jeremy, 
he told you in this game to pay attention to the walls and things. Yeah. And I didn't listen to that guy. <laughs> um, so I ended up wasting a lot of time looking around. Eventually, I did find one of the things, one of, like the, the, the rear, I guess, is what it described it as. Mm-hmm. I found that. But the thing is, I didn't see the stone slab that told me what to do. Because I looked on my map and was just like, that door is locked. Okay, that door is unlocked. I'm going to go to that mm-hmm. one. Went right. all the way through this stuff and then eventually so was you, like, so you go up to I don't that know what thing. I'm supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. Because you, you, go, you go up to that thing and because it's the only way to go. And uh, like, you know, there's like a water jet that you can unlock that lets you back out of the room. But you have to go through this hallway basically to get down to the door that's the special lock that we haven't and, seen before we have not seen yeah. this kind of lock before mm-hmm. and if you don't know if you don't know what the lock is and you didn't see the sign you get there and you turn around and you go back out the way you came um if you once you figure everything else out and you unlock it you get a special thing and then you just you just go back out the way you can like it, it dumps you out in a different way but but the way you came mm-hmm. um, right and I'm just like all right cool one of the other things we learn in this little side section is that we are dealing with lily pads that you can interact with in a few ways now one way we're mm-hmm. not going to learn until later but you can walk on them if you're swimming up to them you can climb up on top of those but if you jump down from them from a uh a height. I can't say what exactly how much because I feel like if if it's a little bit, you're fine. But yeah. if it's up, if it's a certain height, they'll flip them. And the Maybe underneath, a second story. The, sure. Yeah. yeah, we'll go with that. One level higher. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. not yeah, not like in a Zelda map sense. Like you have to be up on a, a level up. But like yeah, but you if you go up a staircase, you know, yeah. You know, yeah. If if you took some stairs to get there, yeah. Um. The roots underneath these lily pads are very strong, and they will hurt you when you touch them. So mm-hmm. uh, there are times where some there is a channel underneath one of them that you have to climb up a thing to jump down to flip them and to unlock it that way. Yeah. Uh, but th- that is something we learn here because when you jump, you get a cutscene that sits and looks and just be like, look what just happened. Hey, Remember this. Did you okay? pay attention to the thing that just happened? <laughs> Should we show it to you again in slow motion? And it Master. takes like four seconds for for the, the lily pad to like settle, like it rocks yeah. back and forth a bit before the game goes. Hey, look at that! Look, look! <laughs> yeah, the, the game needs to go. Write that down. Like yeah. after the scene, it's just to be like, this will be important. Master, there's a nineteen percent chance that this will come in handy later. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. These are cool. Like. All that aside, like I like the, the lily pads. That not only do they hurt you and extend down, they they use that to block things because these can be like you know either flipped on its head or on you know, heads or tails, whatever. It's mm-hmm. one or the other, and so you you have to remember which one's which or get to a higher vantage point and jump on the right one to even just get some you know rupees if you can swim into the hole correctly, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they use them to block things underwater as well. And yeah, so it's interesting. We haven't seen anything like this, and I can't really think of anything in like 
Breath of the Wild that did anything like that either. Um, that we were just like, you know, you, you interacted with it in an interesting way where typically something like this, you would just have a device that would flip it or something, right? You would have, you would sure. do something to make it do that thing. But this is using physics in a way that we haven't seen before to, to go and to, to change it like that. So that, that, that's interesting for sure. Um, we do come across, uh, a, a few things here and there that I knew I had an idea of what we were getting here. I couldn't remember exactly at the time, mm-hmm. but we you, you see some things hanging off the walls that kind of identify yeah. like, okay, I'm going to be maneuvering my way from one platform to another using this thing hanging off the wall, right? E- even the uh, lamp posts on the wall, like the, the lights that are on the wall have like a, a curved reminiscent a curved you know feature designed to them that is reminiscent of of other zelda things other games that interact with swinging i can't remember if these birds have been in another game but as soon as i saw the birds i was like oh yeah we're gonna we're gonna like lasso onto those or something (laughs) the rocks did you i never did yeah oh yeah how'd you kill them well i did we'll get to uh, it I, yeah, you I hang didn't. out with them. I didn't. Uh, it was fine. I was bird friendly in this dungeon, apparently. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was anything but. The birds were for who um, It's pretty. It's pretty brutal. <laughs> Jeremy over here with the bird pacifist run. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're all like, you know, putting feathers on hats and stuff over here. We get a key from the from the door previously, and that lets us go into the center section here. If we go all the way up, we do see the keyhole. Now, this is like the earliest earliest we've seen a keyhole in a dungeon mm-hmm. so far. Normally, we don't see them until the very end, and the key is really close by. This one, they do it right from the beginning, and they're just sort of like, yeah. figure it out. Fee's <laughs> like, look at that. Look at that weird thing. What could that I wonder be? what it is. I'm like, they well, absolutely fee. use this to signal like this dungeon is actually just a tower, and you will come <laughs> back to this room a lot. Right. And I think I just, I right. just, I'm just like fee. I, I as the chat of the wilds uh, official key expert. Um, everything is a key in this game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, so it's, yes, it's a key. Yeah. Um, I'm probably going to have to grab it and turn it fee. So get with the um, program. If we make our way down to the bottom of this tower, that does bring up a big old scary Staphos that we have to fight. That this was guy, such a pain. This guy, uh, this, this was the AP exam uh, for us on, <laughs> this, on the sword test here mm-hmm. on the, on the bomb sword technique. This is definitely well, uh, this definitely put that technique to the to the test. It wasn't even u- as useful in this one because no. with the previous Staphos, you could get like two hits on each of them, I think. And with the with the spin technique, it was just real easy to do that. With mm-hmm. this, you can only get one hit off of them when you do the bomb thing, and so right. it's not. You have to spend he's more got a time lot more getting health. bombs out. Yes, a lot more health than those guys, and a lot more arms. Too. Mm. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, then all of them combined. Well, no. <laughs> okay. Also, foreshadowing as well. So. 
Yeah, he's got four arms here and will do shapes with those arms that leave a little opening that you can do that. Like, you can swing in that direction to get inside of the box. He, that he, he starts making. with two arms. Yes. He moves on to four. He eventually has six, I, I, I thought, because he, mm. he was... He was no. going. Oh, was it no? Okay, because like that, I don't know where. What all kind the of shapes was he from. making? <laughs> Just not convenient ones for destroying him. Someone is playing making... a different game somehow. <laughs> Brian's playing the air traffic controller mod. Where right. Yeah. The hand motions get way more intense. I'm just I'm just trying to come up with any excuse for to tell myself I don't suck at fighting in this game. No, this is this is always where this game start like falls apart is when we're doing this like one-on-one sword play where it's like you can only attack by doing this one direction this way and at least with the motion I know Tegan's going to come in and be like actually it yeah, was just, great with just the turn off the buttons buttons. and then you don't have a problem. <laughs> If you'll get rid of the only gimmick of this game, it's really not hard. <laughs> if you'll get rid of the whole reason this game was ever created, then right? it's easy. I only turned on motion controls for boss battles. Only boss battles. Everything else was button controls. Uh, I get that. I get that. But we eventually beat him. He blows eventually. up. Eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We my, go through my, the door. My, my attack of, of just doing the spin a bunch and running away didn't uh didn't help me uh, no I had to just, that's just like, a, fine he will so he he will ruin you like if you because oh, if yeah. you get your stuff wrong his response is to immediately use those arms on you mm-hmm. and yeah. that thing does some damage yeah like it's t- it's taken out at least like two hearts each time a lot uh and it, it was i i had to do it was just funny i he he had done a lot of damage to me and i was like all right time to go and hit these skulls and get these hearts and i'm just walking real slowly and he's right behind me where he's like he hey get back you. here hey <laughs> get back here but i but i did a full circle around the area just stopping and hitting these things and it's like he's just like waddling behind me he's like let me know when you're like, ready to with... go again like i'm ready when yes. you're ready take your time bud <laughs> he didn't let me know when you're ready bro much time because like especially when the heart like you'll hit the 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 skull and the heart will be like i'm gonna pop over to the right of you a little bit i'm like yeah but that's where he is um (laughs) and now i have to stop and like make sure that i don't overcorrect or or run past the heart that i need desperately but when we do beat him uh we get a new item the whip uh and this is this one's interesting because it's not it's all context sensitive right this is yep. not an item that you can just get out and you know become and pretend like you're playing Castlevania and just like whip everything you see everything has to be locked on to for the whip to be accurate right mm-hmm. i didn't miss no. something there right and or maybe just cuz i'm using button controls you can whip stuff willy-nilly like you can whip grass and stuff Oh yeah, I, I've whipped. I, I've keys have gotten killed by it, but most enemies are are just like ah, or they get stunned. I don't actually. Do they get stunned? I don't remember. I've only the only. I know you can take things birds. from them, but 
<gasps> yeah, that that was a revelation. Um, I wish I'd realized earlier. Uh, there's a number of things that we can do with this whip, though. And one of them is to interact with those lily pads that if mm-hmm. one is turned upside down, we can latch on to it. Now, the way it works is that you'll you'll target your thing that you're going to whip. When you do it, the whip will connect and you'll get like stuck to it. You can then move in a direction with it and you can make it go a specific way. Well, we'll have to do yeah. this with a couple switches. Mm-hmm. Some of them require direction. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we can grapple on to those arms that were hanging over uh, chasms that we can then go and swing across there. Now, it's still like there is one in particular that I was like, something is broken here because the swingings felt like Link stopped like halfway. Oh, yeah. No, that's not just you. That's that okay. specific. Even even over here, yeah. It, it sometimes is just, just weird. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you can do that. There's also those hanging switches that you can now reach even if metal bars are between you and the switch. Mm-hmm. So that's which, neat. Which I noticed with um my slingshot, because I've got the upgraded slingshot that does the like buckshot thing. The spread yeah. fire. Yeah, um, it's nice. It's not just like, I was like, I guess I'll upgrade it. Like, I don't know if I'll need, you know, a try shot. And it's like, no, no, dude. One bullet gets you like 10 uh, if you charge it up. But, right, and again, it's you can spray and pray with it. So mm-hmm. it's like that's yeah. that's what you Pretty want much. from that slingshot because the sling, slingshot has a... Ha, uh, a draw or drop right so you have it is, it is quite affected by gravity yes yeah and with this upgrade you launch so many that it's fine right um it, well but with that i also noticed that um a number of them went through a, f- a fence or a, a set of iron bars and i was like oh, oh okay okay so so that is a mechanic because that's I don't know. That's like it's not something I think about in every video game I play. Like, but the can you shoot through the fence is kind of a an old, you know, especially old shooting, you know, shooter game kind of thing. Like, yeah, oh, eventually at mean. some point you you that thought crosses your mind. Oh, can I shoot through the fence? Oh, this is one of the games where you can't shoot through the fence. Or oh yeah, no, this game lets you shoot through fences or whatever. This so, is a quality yeah. game. <laughs> every every now and then, like you know, you, that that pops up, and it's almost like a gaming lizard brain. But uh, with that, we're gonna take a quick break. When we get back, we'll see what else this whip lets us do. Come on in, take a seat. What are you having? Well, of course, I've heard of Hair at the Dogcast. That's the podcast that talks about video games and beer. For all of the latest gaming headlines, craft beer reviews, retro games, modern games, series retrospectives, console studies, and on occasion, extremely hungover discussions on the lore of Kingdom Hearts, make sure to check out Hair of the Dogcast, part of the HyperX Podcast Network. Hey 
If you're a fruit shopper, it's about to be your favorite time of the year. Hyperx will be running massive sales for the holiday season. Get up to 50% off some of our most popular products like the Ultra Comfy Cloud 2 headset, the Tough Responsive LA Origins mechanical keyboard, and the fan favorite quadcast USB microphone. Sales will be going on at all major retailers, but be sure to head to HyperX.com and sign up for the newsletter to get the scoop on the biggest deals. Happy holidays from HyperX. Hey Lassie, what are you doing here? Timmy's in a well. Sequelcast 2 and Friends is a podcast looking at movies in a franchise, one film at a time, like Harry Potter, Hellraiser, and The Hobbit. And sometimes the hosts talk about video games and TV as well. And now it's part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. Oh, Lassie, we don't need to rescue Timmy. He likes the well well enough, I guess. Darth Vader is Luke's father. Lassie, I told you to lay off the spoilers. Hi, everybody. My name's Tegan Somerset. I'm Rocky Hardy. And I'm Brian Cartwright. And we are Impossible Coin, a podcast about video games. Join us every other week as we discuss gaming news. Did you know he tried to smuggle $100,000 across the Canadian border? Genre differences. Sometimes it's your turn to press the button, and sometimes it's your turn to block. And deep lore. I've spent so long on this, Brian, you can't do this to me. We will sell you nothing and solve none of your problems, but we sure are fun. Impossible Coin. A podcast about video games. We are back in the ancient cistern. We've got a whip now. It lets us go places. It lets us swing on things. It lets us do stuff. Maybe differently. Maybe differently. Maybe. We'll we'll see. Uh, (laughs) This one. So, Tegan, you had brought up before about how this one does have a a tower in the middle mm-hmm. that we're going to manipulate but my issue with this is that our map does not like convey that uh-huh. and so there's a time where we can hit a switch and the middle tower thing moves mm-hmm. and i did not quite understand what they did here it took me a second for my brain to connect to these things where i'm like okay there are the inside of it, there are three doors, mm-hmm. right? right? There's a middle, there's a top, middle, bottom door. Yes. And when you hit the switch, you do move this tower down. Mm-hmm. Now, for whatever reason, it showed, I don't know, we come across this area that we're looking out into this, this pile of bones. Yeah. And we mm-hmm. see a, tre- we see a treasure chest. Yeah. And I just got so confused as to like what the tower was doing to this treasure chest. And I understand it now. But I spent way too long trying to wrap my brain around this. Oh, dude. No. It's it's an Alnuma game. Follow the line. The, the one thing unlocks another. Just keep going. Yeah, all you got like, literally like this game, you just keep going forward. As long as you keep I, going when, forward, it's fine. Yeah. When the statue dropped, I'm like, "That's cool. It did a thing. Um, whatever that it did, that is, I'm that stepping true. through the door now. Like, and that then I will drop true down because you do have to turn around at a point. There is a thing after you do it. You do need to turn around in order to get to the bone area because you've lifted up the the thing uh-huh. to get to that. So that isn't always going forward on this. And this was the, the thing that threw zone. me off." You gotta get to the right. bone right. zone, and then you get but to then do the zombie apocalypse mini game. 
I was trying so hard not to say bone zone, but Tegan, you just did. <laughs> so you, I just did you, it. Yeah. You wrap, it wraps you all the way back around to that door. You go in that door, go back up, raise the statue, go back down. Like, yeah, like I've that's done turning all around. Of this. That's not going forward. That's turning right, around because I've. That's what I'm the, saying. The, I line, did go forward, Brian. I did move, go forward. A line can can go back around. Yes, it moves around. Well, sorry, a it's line not a straight works in line. mysterious right. ways. Jeremy, it, that's what trying. I'm saying. It, <laughs> I'm. Each thing like... unlocks the next. And so Brian, you and... have said so many times, don't ever backtrack. <laughs> this moment, you have to backtrack. <sighs> I did no. it backtrack, the and I got I lost. Did unlock the next thing in front of me. There's only one thing to do. Go to the thing that I have just, like, yeah. Jeremy, just, I, 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 I do have to ask. Did you read the sign that tells you to backtrack? Because it was a sign right there. <sighs> no. I don't read most signs. I don't. Fair. We should pay attention to the things on walls. Also, I don't read signs. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I appreciate. Hey, I appreciate architecture, but it, when I go to museums, yes, I take my time and I look at all of these paintings. I don't read the biography for every single artist. Okay. <laughs> author. I guess. The, I guess Jeremy is author is dead in, in uh, theory. So. Or death of the author, so that's he fine. takes a seat. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, we all do it differently. Yeah. All right, <laughs> we all think about constructs differently. You, you've done a thing. Now that this thing you just did, climb back down there because you have to go back this way to to get okay. to the thing you just did. We we need okay. Here's here's what happens. Some it's really all cool, cool. stuff. Some really cool stuff happens right now. We need to talk it's about it. It's all cool. Tegan, yeah, let- Tegan, describe this area to us. The the evil underground lair? Right. Holy. We're we're at a so it's a it's a cistern, so this yeah. is basically this is the plumbing. Yeah. This is like this is plumbing and this is where this is, all the stuff goes. Yeah, this is in, the bottom for, of for, the system. This is where all of the like evil in this area has just been pooling. Because I can't get up through like the purified <sighs> water or whatever. Um, there's just bones and zombies, and they, oh, uh, they make you climb back out on a rope, and it's just it. they I keep climbing it. up underneath you. Oh, it's so stressful. <laughs> it's every so, it's every zombie apocalypse survival worst nightmare scenario. Like yeah. Oh, it's so BC, bad. how like, many how many sword slashes did you make on your first zombie bacoblin before you realized you couldn't actually kill them with your sword? Oh, you can kill him. You can? Oh, I did it like ten times and I was like, I ain't doing this. I'm running away. Oh, you just have it, to it knock was... him down and then you can finishing strike him. Or you can mm-hmm. knock him down. Oh. He water. got up, but did I I, I thought I finishing struck nope. someone and they got up. I you don't finish know. Stri- finishing strike him and they die. Mm-hmm. Why well, didn't yeah, kill any of them? I, for, for me, it was regardless of whether or not I can. Is it worth sticking around to find out? Uh, is that time investment worth getting possibly swarmed? And so I, I did the. I'm gonna run past these guys. I was terrified. Same. I forgot all yeah. about this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, yeah, they could be just going for like, you know, cliche stand-in terror horror element here, but it it's also good to have deeper <laughs> ramifications going forward in the narrative that this kind of thing exists 
and I, it's uh this terrifying is like the second instance where i was just um and i have this because i i did all this on stream i have it like recorded you i'm just panic swinging at stuff <laughs> and i do one like final strike i'm like oh that's it okay i just gotta oh god oh god the whole time <laughs> Oh wait, no! I just remembered. I dropped bombs. I forgot. Oh, bombs smart. kill him in one Dropping hit. Bombs. I just remembered that. I didn't. Yeah, I hit him with my sword a bunch of times. Realized that wasn't working effectively enough for me. Put a bomb down. Blew up and killed up like six of them at once. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I was cool. Like, <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna say like, did, how is this the most bomb droppingest Zelda game since Zelda One? I was like, oh, we have the same amount of items, mm -hmm. right? Okay. Yeah, I um, um I I wasn't sure if this if these were going to be this game's version of Reded's because the first one I came in contact with jumped on me like a Reded does, and I was like, oh, if these no. things start screaming, I'm, it's game over. Oh my god, I hate the Reded's. Yeah, if I get frozen in place. Yeah. Um, what's crazy is when we get down there too. There's Ooh. this pool of like poison water but it's in like a giant stone demon face looking thing mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. just there to look ominous yeah. like it doesn't serve a purpose well actually no i take that back it does serve a purpose because we have to uh uh or no that's a different one because we have two different ones here there's one there's that we two different through. eyes yeah uh, two different set of eyes on those things i didn't or, or i didn't see faces. that one it's at the very beginning i didn't see that one until i had wrapped around and gotten to the end Mm -hmm. and was like i'm gonna fly beetle around and look at stuff because the first time i i wasn't paying attention to the architecture i was running for my freaking <laughs> life and uh just yeah i i'm just gonna go mm -hmm. <laughs> but we do come across one area that there is a rope to swing on with the, the platform has a big rock in front of it and we have to get a, a beetle needs to be able to grab a bomb to drop it off mm -hmm. on there. But in order to get that, we have to you, – you can run around the backside of it, find where the bombs are, but you still can't reach it with your beetle. Uh, right. You need to send the beetle up through the eye holes at the top of this thing to hit the switch. That opens up a gate for it, or it stops the waterfall of, mm -hmm. like, poison water. Or and whatever then, that is. Yeah, and then you can pick up a bomb and drop it there. But there's one at the beginning that does that too. I didn't look into there. I'm assuming maybe there's like a, a rupee in there or something. Um, I yeah, there was there was some there was some cash money back there. But I, then Tegan also around. mentioned uh, we we sort of loop our way through here, and in order to get back out, we have to climb this really thin, almost spider web looking rope. Mm -hmm. And as we're going up it, I mean, who else thought that a spider was going to pop out? I did not. And uh, how? And halfway up the rope, who else thought? Well, I would have preferred the spider. Yeah, <laughs> I would have preferred a spider. There are swarms I was of afraid these... of the spider. Not anymore. There are swarms of these zombie bokoblins that start coming out of the ground and climbing up the ropes, and you see a bunch of them at the bottom, but then a few of them get real fast up there and make their way up to you and you got to shake them off when they grab they you move. it's intense man mm -hmm. it's um, a great it's, moment yeah some mario it's, kart 64 it, levels of rubber, rubber banding happening here this is this is why you know i th this is the reason people argue for this game is because of the character that you get in just like the dungeons and these in these 
interesting circumstances that you have. There's a lot of other issues with this game, but it does stuff that none of the other Zelda's games have done, and it's so much more ambitious about that stuff. Mm-hmm. It does some cool scripted moments. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think the whip is interesting, like in terms of we haven't had uh, a, uh, a thing like this that necessarily gave us, in theory, uh, ma- like manipulation to, uh, of distant things, right? Typically, we mm-hmm. have a thing like the the original hook shot. You hit it, it pulls you towards it. We eventually mm-hmm. got a grapple hook. We could swing off things. We did have a whip in one of the DS ones, uh, and that did the thing of being able to like grab something or like hit something from a distance. I but love this that one whip. That giving whip us wrecks everything. <laughs> yeah, this one giving us the ability to sort of like grab a thing and then also make it move in a certain way is mm-hmm. is is a new kind of thing on there and that's nice. And 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 I like that in the 3D this is a grappling type thing in a 3D Zelda game that we don't go into a like first person mode to use it. Like we can it, we're locking on, you can swing it, you know, without yeah. locking on, but you know, you're not <laughs> trying to get the thing to start blinking for you. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, after we go through up here, we move this statue around a little bit here and there, and then we come back down. We see this treasure chest that we saw earlier, uh, mm. when we were coming through this path, we were getting sucked through the tunnel, the, or the, the piping in here. We mm-hmm. came, we got spit out in one area where we had this, um, these, these bars in front of us and there was a bacoblin one of the range bacoblins which these guys really suck like they you can take them out in one hit but they have really good aim for their stuff and so they can keep and like taking like taking damage away from you the, they were they were taking beetle out of the sky was, yes they will also if you try to send your beetle at them they will shoot it out of the sky yeah, it was a real uh, Game pretty... of Thrones moment. I'm just like watching my dragon go down every time. I'm like, no, <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to kill you. <laughs> but there is a a locked door between us, and you can use the whip to pull the key off of his side, which was pretty satisfying. Um, but we go through all of that, and we do see a treasure chest through there. We eventually wrap our way around in this scary underground area. And when we do open the treasure chest, we get our key, and then the statue we've been moving slowly starts to come down on top of us. And at the same time, a whole bunch of zombies start coming up around us, too. I didn't mess <laughs> with them. I was just like, you guys oh, are no. too slow for this. I'm just going to run Peace past out. you. I'm out of here. And and then it's funny. The thing just like slowly just comes down on top of them and smushes them. Yeah. There's no like you know noise or foley to it. I was like kind of listening for some kind of even like a scream, but like now it's just yeah. Uh, with the key, we can go back and put it in and open up the top like area the, there. The, the the key is like um like a, the a lime. Key actually, ha- yeah, the key actually looks like a, it has something to it this time, as opposed to just I don't being know what kind of. I don't know what kind of flower is in the middle, but there's like a lime on the, as the base, and then flower, and then like the middle it looks like 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 chopped okra or something, like just just like a cross section of it. Um, it's I don't know. I was like, mm, mm, there's some floral, there's <laughs> some food here. This is great. 
getting you got I think you got more inspired by this than the rest of us. <laughs> I want to know what that flower is. I'm sure it also has to do deal with food. And I'm sure this all has to deal with, you know, something with Buddha, you know, whatever. Sure, I can see we that. Don't get. Yeah, yeah. Um we go up there and we're in the boss area now. We do see Girahim here. He has very little to say before he moves on. He's just sort of like, why are you still following me? Just leave me alone. I'm trying to mm-hmm. resurrect the Demon King. Just leave me alone. Uh, he's, not, and then he, he's not really into us anymore. But then he activates Ancient Automaton Coloctus. Sure. This is our boss for this one. Who made this uh, thing? BC, what's uh, what's your experience with this boss here? How how to go for you? Favorite boss of the game so far. <laughs> Great, <laughs> super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think the objective was pretty clear on what you needed to do. There was good variety. It felt like you were accomplishing something. Uh, it was a cool fight. Yeah, Tegan, does this one rank pretty high for you? Yeah, too? I like this one. Uh, this is one. Of, <laughs> this is also one of my favorite uh, boss battles in this game. It's uh, mm. it's really to me. It's really clear what you need to do, how you need to do it, uh, like what the expectations are, and uh, the boss is slow enough that I did not like panic while I was playing, mm-hmm. which is nice. Yeah, nice. I say like nice. it's it's all it's good that all that stuff uh, is super clear because there's a lot of different stuff that you have to do, and it works. Mm-hmm. And it's very clear, and right. uh, it, it kind of has a, a the the automaton thing itself has vibes of some of the Vati stuff mm-hmm. that was going yeah. on, and so mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, but it's nice in this instance. Whereas I I somewhat like the end of that you know that fight that ending fight. Uh, not a lot of it's clear. In fact, much of it isn't. Uh, and what do you have to do? And this, it is. That's good. That's good. Good design. <laughs> yes, because the the joints of this creature, like in its arms, have the same design of the switches that we've been pulling with the whips. So the second you see it, your brain should connect those two things. It's not introducing some random new thing that we haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, once you do that enough, it won't have any arms to block its weak point. So you can get in there. And again, yeah, it's weak point clear from the beginning it's not an eyeball i mean it looks kind of i mean you could say it like has an eyeball design kind of to it mm-hmm. but it's not a freaking eyeball i've always I've, i hate when they're just like slice the eyeball that we just randomly put on this creature here mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's not like a weird neon glowing crystal in the center of somebody's like brain no it matches yeah. it, it fits with the design overall mm-hmm. of, or a big of like yeah. m- uh, magma tumor that just pops out of its back yeah um, but then eventually it's, it's second form, uh, it gets out of the ground and then also puts a grate over the thing. So your sword can't even get through it now. And yeah, it pulls up, it, it gets like, how many are, it gets like, it's got six arms and then eventually each of them have like a scimitar yeah. and it just does all these different shapes with it and all this stuff. And it, it like, if you're not paying attention and you're not like, you do have to dodge, like you got to get, mm-hmm. I think you need to get close enough for it to actually do the smashing animation. Mm-hmm. Or, or uh, else. Cause if you, yeah, it'll do, a, it'll do a ranged, do a ranged. attack. Yeah. 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 And, and you don't want that range attack. Cause it's usually spawning little zombie guys. Mm-hmm. 
It'll spawn yeah. zombie guys. Yeah. It'll throw blades. It'll just flail wildly. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, the blade throwing yeah in the in the first round where because what what was the deal with the uh like what, the hand signals? Were we getting anything from that? Uh, I I didn't like I was that was the one thing I'd say about the fight is that I didn't understand if it was showing me patterns. Well, here's but the thing. Okay, I so yes, what I needed to do. The patterns were not visual; they were uh, audio. Mm-hmm. Uh, if oh. you listen, it is about like when uh, in its first phase. This was so cool to me. In its first phase, you could hear like a three tick just before it's about to smash down. In its second phase, it did the same tick, but it did it early intentionally to throw you off. Where okay. if you were paying attention like to its movement, it makes a noise as it's about to do it. But when it goes into its next phase, it intentionally does it early to try to throw you off. Some Mike Tyson so, stuff right there. If like I was listening in for it, like I I noticed, I was like for uh, not even like it, I guess it, I didn't even do it intentionally. Just naturally, I started re- re- like reflexively dodging out of the way when i was hearing that sound and mm-hmm. then i kept doing it in the second phase only for them to uh like me be uh-huh. late and it still just smashes down on me and then i realized like they were intentionally throwing you off and okay. i was like that's so cool like that is super smart for them to do something like that where they it's just the tiniest little thing where it didn't even ha- need to have any sound cue for it whatsoever but mm. it did have something there and it also it changed. manipulated it and that's really cool. tricked you. But I don't think that was the coolest part of the boss fight. I thought the po- coolest part of the boss fight was when you picked up its own weapon and yes. smashed it to bits. So good. So satisfying. Shiny swords littering the battlefield and just pick one up and go nuts. They had weight. They had they had uh power heft. behind like heft you just is like, the word yeah. looking for Brian. Heft. Huh? <laughs> heft yes because you would do a normal swing and it would be really slow i mean it's just like in you know from soft game where you got a heavy weapon for the first time and you try swinging that thing and it just takes forever mm-hmm. so there's the second time like uh i picked up the weapon to do it i started doing it and he knocked me out before i could connect and i was <laughs> yeah. like right i need to be i need to be aware that i can't just be like i got big sword now yeah <laughs> <laughs> I felt like weight and heft that would be redundant if I said both. So I just, I don't know. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, But I also love uh, the final moment before, like when you kill it, the little cutscene. its head sort of stretches out in a weird way and it makes like a weird noise and then it explodes. Mm -hmm. It's, it's creepy, man. Yeah. I saw there was a swing point. I should send you guys the picture of this uh, where it it just kind of the thing that the the swing point was hanging off of looked like a dead hand head. You know, the the weird, creepy Ocarina of Time uh, guy with all the hands and he pops out and he's like, got that weird child. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, was like, that's oddly familiar and deeply unsettling absolutely so uh with this we go into the next area and uh after beating you know we get our heart container all all that fun stuff uh we see a giant flame here it's a green flame 
Link is like scared of this flame too. He's, I mean, I would be too, I guess. I walk into a room and there's a giant green flame, and my talking sword is telling me to go closer. Like, yeah, yeah, I'd be, I'd be iffy about it. I need to um, smell that. That's mine. Go, go get closer <laughs> to it. What? No, I don't want that. Um, but we uh, we go up to there, and then we get a cutscene where Fi jumps into the flame herself and sort of just like absorbs it all and channels it in a way that she's able to then like I don't know turn it into something our sword can use I guess mm-hmm. is a way to say it, it. our sword evolves so this it changes a, a point of confusion for me is like I've always thought that Phi was just like an extension of the sword or like part of the sword itself and this is the first time that I was like oh Phi is just her own thing she lives in the sword. Yeah, Fi is like the spirit of the it. sword. It, it like yeah. is the sword. This will Fi this will come sword. into play later in the game. Okay. Yeah. She she is like the hard drive inside of the yeah. sword. Okay. Well, well, no, no, maybe no. She's she's the uh, uh, we'll, we'll the installer. We don't. She's need, the installer program. Yeah, we don't need to sweat it yet. It'll She's making sure that later. everything you do uh, doesn't get corrupted as it's put into the sword. Yeah, sure. Yes, uh, but she does that, and then we get to see our sword transform. Uh, now they don't say specifically. They say they do that thing that the Zelda games do, where they were just like, "Oh, your sword is more powerful now." I don't know, Tegan. Is this is this a thing where a sword actually does more damage? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They tell you. Okay. Do they they do say it does more damage? It, it, it does more damage? damage. Yeah, it does more damage, and also it has a longer reach because it's no longer a short sword; it's a long sword now. Mm-hmm. Okay, didn't pick up on that stuff. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. They let her tell you it's it, become the goddess long sword. Like, oh, I didn't see it had a different name. Yeah. Okay. These Zelda games, man. But the thing is, we've gotten we have been granted swords in Zelda games <laughs> mm-hmm. that made no difference whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So I, know, I was quick they, to assume this was the same kind of the thing. like little halberd it, gets the the beginnings of the little wings on it. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. and the the blade changes slightly, and like the whole thing. Yeah, like it's it's it a get, proper it some, upgrade. It's got some art on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, uh, that master that good good master sword art. Um, it, it, does it change? Does it change names again after we get the next flame? It does. Well, what if we wanted to get a different flame first, and and we'll never know that name? It's like you know, I, I want to put. I don't the, think it matters. These two what, skittles. I, I don't think it matters what order time. you get them in. I think it's how much flame you have. How much power sense. it has. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking at a screenshot right now that I took. The flames of Faroor have improved your sword, making it longer and sharp enough to do twice as di- as much damage. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, be- I was just we like, all, click, 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 click. We all read it differently, <laughs> or not at all. That <laughs> wraps up this episode. For the next episode, we are going to get to the entrance of the pirate stronghold. There's a lot of more yeah. things that we can do. Oh. We've got some goddess blocks that we should have sent up there that I'm sure you got treasure chests for. There are pumpkin challenges for you you to do if you so choose. I'm sure there's people to help that our monster friend would very much appreciate. Mm-hmm. So go ahead, 
do all those things, and we will meet back here and talk about it on Chat of the Wild.